This is episode 13 of Real Shift Radio with special guest Julie Toon Timms. Are you ready for the shift? Are you ready for security, balance, and freedom to do the things that you want to do? It all starts with the shift. My name is Dominic Labriola. I'm a real estate broker and developer, and each week I sit down to speak with the most inspiring people in the real estate industry to bring you stories of shift, successes, challenges, aha moments, and overall best practices to help you live your best life. This is Real Shift Radio. Welcome back, shifters, to episode 13 of Real Shift Radio featuring Julie Toon Timms. Please excuse the break we've had from new episodes of the program. I've been hard at work creating the new real estate brokerage here in Los Angeles with my partners. Our office is under construction, and we're hoping to launch very soon. Thank you for tuning in today to listen to the insights today's guest has to share with us. I met Julie about seven years ago. Like me, she and her husband, Bernie, licensed the TigerLead website software, and we connected at a real estate conference that brought the licensees together. Hopefully, I'll see her again this week in Las Vegas for this year's TigerLead Success Summit. As you're about to hear, Julie has a truly special spirit, and it was really easy to connect with her. She's just good people. I was thrilled when she agreed to join me here on the show so that you can also benefit from the years of wisdom she's gained selling real estate in Hilton Head Island, South Carolina. You'll learn so much from our conversation, from her mindset and business practices that have made her successful, to the core values she and her team exemplify. This episode is packed full of pearls of wisdom that I'm sure you'll enjoy. Please join me in welcoming Julie Toon Timms to the show. I'm here with Julie Toon Timms, who is the broker in charge and the owner of Hilton Head Island Real Estate Brokers. Thank you for joining me, Julie. Oh, it's my pleasure. You and I have known each other for over, I would say over six years now. We both met through a mastermind group for a real estate product that we both use called Tiger Lead Solutions. So thank you for joining me. It's, it's so nice to connect with you in this capacity because everything that we've done has been over just a, mostly over the internet, and then as we get to meet every now and then in a, uh, in a conference, we get to get together, but thanks for getting on the call. Oh, well, thanks for asking me. So I want to introduce you to the listeners of Real Shift Radio, and I'd love for you to give me a background of you and your business and how you got to be where you are. Oh, well, okay. Uh, I'll be glad to do that. Um, I actually have been uh, vacationing on Hilton Head Island, uh, South Carolina with my family early on in the, in the mid-60s, actually. And my father was a real estate developer down in Hilton Head. He actually built the condos around Harbortown for Charles Frazier, as, as well as a number of other of the, the villas and condos down here. So we naturally just came to Hilton Head. Um, as a vacation raised in Atlanta, Georgia, 
And then when I graduated from college uh, in February of 1979, um, came down here for a two-week vacation, and one of the real estate firms hired me on no other reason that I was uh, Ralph Toon's daughter. <laughs> and um, I started learning um, the real estate business. And I, I worked as sales assistants and then office managers and actually started my own real estate company in 1983. In 1985, I started a Coal Banker franchise, purchased that franchise, and ran that to till about 1998, um, and decided that the franchise model just didn't didn't work for my particular situation. It works uh, really well for for some, but but not for us. Mm -hmm. And that's when I met uh, my husband Bernie, and uh, we started a little real estate agency called Julie Toon Pauly Real Estate Company. That was my name at the time, and. Uh, Worked on that until uh, probably three years ago when we changed our name to Hilton Head Island Real Estate Brokers and started expanding again. So okay. that's kind of it in a nutshell. <laughs> awesome. We have a lot of similar paths. Both of us are children of real estate developer fathers. And I began my career with Coldwell Banker also. So it's funny to see the similarities and the parallels in our careers. Um, you have been in the business for, shoot, almost three decades or over three decades now. So Going I, on four. <laughs> wow, awesome. So obviously things have changed a lot, even in just the last five, six years in how we're doing business. Um, tell me a little bit more about the early days and how how real estate worked for you then and how it has kind of changed over the years for you? Well, it, it was interesting, you know, back in the old days, that was before we had cell phones. And I remember the, you know, start of the multiple listing service when we actually started sharing listings. Most of the uh, real estate companies at that time on Hilton Head were uh, real estate companies of the developer. And there were several different developers on Hilton Head that had their own, uh, companies and uh, we used to pass cards around with other people's listings on them and then the multiple listing service was formed and they started that book uh, with the little pictures and um, a bit of information that they would print once a month so of course everything by the time you got it was completely out of date and then I remember the the first uh, computer kind of along the lines of a fax machine um, which you would put the 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 cup of the uh, or the the telephone in in the little cups and it would print on thermal paper <laughs> and because uh, it's hot around here you'd have it in your car and then all the wording would disappear oh no <laughs> um, and it, it was in and the whole a paint thing would uh, turn brown <laughs> and uh, I can remember going oh I have to go show that property do you have a dime and let me go use a payphone to see if I can get this owner um, <laughs> and our lock boxes of course were when they when they came in they had a little key and you never knew who was in them or, or what unless they were a member of the multiple listing service and you could lose the key and and if somebody picked it up they could get into any house that had a lock box and yeah. you would know that was and then I remember, you know, getting, you know, the car phones and the, the brick phones and, and all that kind of stuff. And uh, then it cost a quarter to do a, a call. And, and the computers got uh, a little bit 
uh, more sophisticated and uh, the books went away and then enter the internet and um, when we you know first came in I think we joined uh, Tiger Leads in August of 2008 mm-hmm. and right around uh, the same time I did I started right in June so we've been we've been with Tiger about the same time frame right and uh, then you know the leads just started coming in and um, we just you know took off uh, basically from there and um, I didn't really want to have you know a lot of associates working with me I'd been there done that and um, one of the one of the reasons that I decided not to have a lot of agents is because I felt like I was herding cats if you know what I mean everybody's going in different directions and and uh, not doing what they needed to do and it was just much easier for me to control it myself but then with the advent of the internet and being able to promote um, your your listings online um, and then having the Tiger Lead system I mean we just had more than than I could handle mm-hmm. and so we've uh, had some wonderful people join us and you know have grown into the eight buyer agents and four staff members we have today okay so I think this is a common trend that I'm seeing industry-wide where the the big corporations aren't necessarily a necessity anymore and there's a big push towards independent and boutique brokerages i know having started my career with a big company coldwell banker um, and then subsequently the company got purchased by it was at that point a franchise which still had a much more um, kind of an independent feel um, because it was locally owned with when it became a corporately owned company, it kind of shifted and, and I started to feel an attraction towards just a more independent way of thinking. So tell me about the philosophy behind building your brokerage and why that's the best model for you. Well, I think one of the key, key thing with us is we really care about people. And we will, you know, when you buy and sell real estate, there's really no model that you use for every single person because every single person is absolutely different. And it, it just, if you, if you have the knowledge and you have caring, um, let's face it, real estate not only is the most important financial piece of anybody's puzzle, um, but it, it's also a place where people are going to live their lives. Their children are going to go to school. They're going to, in the case of Hilton Head, vacation for years. They're going to make and grow memories. So it's an awesome responsibility to be a real estate agent. You're not just out here to, to sell a house to, to earn a commission so you can you know, go to the next one. You really are charged with taking care of people and their lifestyle and making sure that they find that place that's absolutely perfect for them and then keep in touch with them uh, for the rest of their lives as long as they'll have you. Um, mm-hmm. in, in fact, most of my clients have become dear friends mm-hmm. and, um, and, and doing it that way. And, and I just found that I could put more of a personal touch on it um, and I just didn't need the franchise as much as I did with, that I thought I did when I first got started. And, you know, what I'll say for for Coldwell Banker in the uh, in the 80s and, and in the 90s is their training programs are, are awesome and um, 
and it, it's a great brand recognition. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then we, but we tend to grow past that, and then you know, the corp- corporation changed too. So sure, um, I think that's that's what happened. Okay. So you, you inspired me a number of years ago with a video that was really well put together and it really exemplified the spirit and the brand of your company. Um, so when you introduced Hilton Head Island Real Estate Brokers and, and changed the name to that company, um, you put together that video. Can you, can you tell me about how you can express who you are to somebody and and what's the best way to to put those ideas down and and really share that with the world well i don't think there's a magic bullet um on on how you do that Uh, the video that you talked about is is it's since most people met us on the internet, they don't know who we are and they don't know much about Hilton Head because we're a second home vacation destination, you know, as well as a, a primary residence. And it was, it's like a handshake because if you come across and you're, you know, you, you're, you're emailing people back and forth, they, they don't even know you're not a machine yeah, <laughs> or something like that. Hey, I'm a real person. And, and uh, here, let me, let me tell you who I am. Um, but I think the most important thing is, you know, one by one, you talk to people, you show them that you know a lot about the area. Because let's face it, on the internet anymore, you can go in and you can look at any house that's for sale. It's everywhere. You can see the whole history of it as far as the tax records. But you don't know, uh, you know, where it actually is and if it's located next to the sewage treatment plant. <laughs> <laughs> this, that, the other things, and what you need is someone with a lot of expertise um, it, who cares to, to guide you so that you make a, the great decision for you and your family. So you you just have to almost do it one person at a time mm-hmm. to, to really know who you are. Now, of course, there's recommendations and things like that that, that when people will write those for you um, that, that help other people discover you, but it's really word of mouth and doing a good job and letting letting that get around anymore whereas people used to just have to look who magazines go oh she looks nice let's call her or oh I like that house let me let me call and 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 call the the listing agent and one other thing with let me call them is most people you know buyer agency has really evolved over all those years you would ask me you know how's real estate changed well, it used to be that, you know, the buyers would go to the listing agent and the listing agent, you know, sold both sides of it and uh, everything's fine. But now through buyer representation, buyers have gotten a lot more savvy and there's a lot and sellers, too. And there's a lot more information available at their fingertips. Mm-hmm. But even though there's that information available with their finger t- at their fingertips, they don't have the longevity and the expertise to know what they're doing with it. You know, it's kind of like when you're a dog pe- chasing a car and you catch it, what are you going to do with it? Sure. You know? Do you have any quotes or success mantras that have a particularly special meaning to you that shape the way that you interact with people? Well, yeah, <laughs> and my husband Bernie will start laughing because he hears <laughs> it about six times a day. It's um, my grandmother, uh, since I could, could, could understand words, has always taught me, if a job is once begun, never leave it till it's done. Be a labor, <laughs> great or small, do it well or not at all. 
Uh, thank you, Gamma. You have turned me into the workaholic I am today. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> but, but, what, but what that says to me, uh, Dominic, is that, you know, when you're going to take something on, take it on with all you have. Go full force into anything, everything you do. And, and don't quit halfway. Do everything that everyone expects for you to do. And you know how you, you find out what people expect is to ask them. And then, um, and, and just do it right. And, and that, honestly, since I was a little girl, has, has pushed me through everything that, that I've ever done. Because it's easy to quit halfway. But uh, I, I'm not a quitter. Yes, you you're definitely are not. So this is sometimes hard for people to do. I know that a lot of people don't like to brag about themselves. But that has certainly shaped your success. Can you go into a little bit more about how successful your your company is and how successful the team that you've built is what tell me a little bit more about the the wins that you guys are having we're able and blessed to have the ability to help lots of families we've gone from you know 60,000 a year to you know in, in income all the way up to selling 140 150 houses a year awesome. uh, and 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 great uh, gross commission income but I don't measure success by gross commission income or or anything like that I just measure success with the number of families that we've been able to help and the ones that recommend us time and time again and we always have, have just told told the truth and um, and and the truth will set you free quite frankly <laughs> There's no reason that you need to tell someone anything just to try to get them to do something because they're going to just hate you for it later sure. if it's not true. So, Well, I, I feel it's just so much easier to be authentic. And people will either resonate with the way that you are or they won't. And honestly, if, if you have to pretend to be somebody else just to make people happy, do you really want those people in your life? It's not going to be a fun experience for anybody, right? <laughs> uh, well, it, it, that that's very true, and, um, and and you know the real estate business is not a, a business for the weak of heart. Um, you, there's so many people. I think I've seen about 75, 80 percent of everyone I have seen get into this business leave it. Um, because they just didn't realize how hard it is, and it's it's not that it's hard. It's just hard work mm -hmm. and um, and you've got to get to the point where you're not working harder you're working smarter mm -hmm. um, because there's there's things that you grow and there's things that you can um, you, you can just head off at the past to find out if you if these are people you can really help or if they're people that that need to wait a few years to be helped mm -hmm. definitely so Julie this program was born from the ideas that that what I've done and and what others who have inspired me have to do has really helped to shape people and change them and the it's even in the name of the program real shift radio so I think people oftentimes kind of shift into success um, have you faced any failures or challenges or obstacles in your path to the success level that you've gotten now and what were those obstacles and tell me how you've shifted through those? Well, absolutely. Um, I think everybody has obstacles in their lives, both uh, personal and, and professional. And I'll just talk about the professional ones. Um, when I decided not to uh, 
have the Cobalt Banker franchise anymore. I had gone, I had quite a bit of debt. All the credit cards were maxed and, um, and just pulled out of that little bit by little bit uh, with, with the help of my husband, Bernie, um, and, and grew into a company. Um, and I think the real shift um, came by realizing that I needed to get out of my own way. <laughs> I used, used to be, in, and now anybody that works with me will probably still say, that I'm a bit of a control freak. <laughs> Um, you know, if a job is once begun and, and I felt like that I was the one that always had to start everything and I was the one that had to finish everything. Mm-hmm. And, and I finally realized that, and it wasn't a realization, it was a trust, um, that there are great people out there that can help you, uh, increase your business and, and actually help you, um, and, and they help themselves by having the same core values and, and really working together as a team and um, I think one of the shifts came actually several years ago. I don't even remember um, the the year, but I, I was introduced to um, started, you know, just running around with running around. That's not the right word to say, but but affiliating with people that that were a lot uh, smarter and a lot more successful than I was, mm-hmm. and. Um, I started uh, listening to Howard Brenton, and uh, God rest his soul, what a wonderful man who uh, helped so many people that are really successful today in the real estate business. And it, going through the, the, the star power and, and listening to how other people do it and just forming systems and, and getting those systems in place because uh, I used the word herding cats before, but I would react to situations instead of act. Mm-hmm. And so when you get those systems down and you and you have something where you don't forget people and you, you have these programs that help you, um, and then there's been some, some core values that, that I have actually identified with, within myself and, and, and the firm. And um, have you ever read Og Mandino's The Greatest Salesman in the World? I haven't. Oh, you should get it. Okay. It is a little bitty book um, that Og Mandino wrote in the 60s, and it is a, it's a parable, and it also gives 10, 10 scrolls on how to be successful in your life. It's not the greatest salesman in the world, okay? It doesn't have anything to do with, with salesmanship as much as it has to do with how to live your life to help other people and to serve them. And that's what we really do in the real estate industry. And uh, so, you know, I, I try to live my life through through those scrolls. Which, when you read them, you'll you'll see uh, see what they what they will mean to you, and and how you can help other people. And then just working day by day. I've now got a real estate coach, which is wonderful because now I have someone that I am accountable to, mm-hmm. <laughs> which uh, keeps the you know the. He keeps my finger on the pulse of the market, and, and I don't I don't let things slip through the cracks like I used to. Mm-hmm. Don't wake up in the middle of the night with five hundred things on my mind. Um, <laughs> I won't say I don't have ten things on my mind, but, but, but you. But that's a vast improvement, right? <laughs> it's a vast improvement. I don't feel the blood hitting the end of my fingers anymore when I have a panic attack because of something, and. Uh, just really become a calmer, nicer, more productive person, mm-hmm. um, you know, through through some of those things. So that that was a, a long answer to a short. No, question. it's it's wonderful. <laughs> Tell me more about some of your core values. Well, sure. The core values actually for our company spell perfects. 
Um, and we start each day with a positive um, and productive attitude because it, you have to be positive in everything you do. I mean, being positive is absolutely contagious. If you show up with a bad attitude, then everybody is going to have a bad attitude. So if you're positive and you've got to make each day productive, you know, don't just push things around. Don't read email all day and go on Facebook, etc. cetera. <laughs> um, and, and the second one, that's the P. And then the E for uh, is we will uphold the highest ethical standards. I mean, everybody says, oh, yeah, I'm ethical. But we really do live it each day. We make sure that people have the information they need to know, even though they don't know they need to know it. But um, we just treat them as they want to be treated and, you know, with professionalism and kindness. And the R is that we will have respect for ourselves, for each other, and our clients. Because when you're respectful of people, people's time, um, it just it gets you a lot further. Um, we, and, and the F is put our family first. You know, we put our family first. We put our our our, our family at home, our family here, and, and our client family. I don't think that anybody's got on their tombstone, gee, I wish I'd called back three more people or shown four more houses. Usually, usually the things that people regret when they're, you know, on their deathbed, if you would, is, you know, I wish I'd spent more time with my family. I wish I'd done things. So we do put our family first. Um, the e, the next E for perfects is we will provide exceptional services. And we do. We, we give everybody everything they need to know from how to turn on the electricity, uh, where to v register to vote, uh, how to register your car, all, all kinds of things. And then we call them after the sale, you know, after they're, they're, they're in their house and make sure that everything's okay. And if we need to send a handyman over, we do that. Um, uh, C, we will apply total commitment to all aspects of our works and our clients' need. You know, if you're not committed to what you do, um, why are you doing it? Mm -hmm. The T is we'll be trustworthy in all of our endeavor endeavors. I mean, if you can't trust your realtor, you know, we, we have the worst reputation on earth, and that's because people have been working for themselves rather than working for others. Um, and then the last or the S for perfects is we will always hone our skills to make sure that we're the best that we can be. And we do. We We train all the time. We go to uh, conferences, uh, webinars, and, and we share with others um, to, to help others uh, learn more. So that's that's kind of the core values. Is awesome. that what you're looking for? Incredible. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. So, so I think, as you mentioned, nobody, nobody regrets the time that they didn't spend with their family. Um, so they, on their deathbed. So... Tell me about how that balance plays for you in your life. How do you, how do you continue to have an exceptionally successful career, but still enjoy the time with your family and still have a sense of a balance between work and, and life? Well, quite honestly, I wish I did a better job of it. Okay. <laughs> but but what you do is you you schedule that time, mm -hmm. and um, so. My husband Bernie and I have decided. Now, both of our children, um, my daughter Caroline, has moved to to Charlotte, North Carolina, and is actually getting ready to be married next month. Awesome. And my son Drew um, works. Uh, he just graduated uh, from college, and he is starting to work with us. So we see him all day. <laughs> uh, but but what we try, what we want to do is we t we take at least a day or two off every day. 
uh, I mean, every day, every week to, to be with each other. And we, you know, we plan a date night, my husband and I, once a week. And, and most weeks we actually make that. Once a month we say, let's go, let's just spend a weekend together doing something as a family. We'll go up to Charlotte to see see my daughter and, and get together. And then once a year, uh, take a, a family vacation and all of us do it together, at least for, you know, for a little while. And, and that really that really helps. And um, I think we're, we're trying to get away from the texting all the time. You know, if you want to, let's talk like humans, like we used to do. <laughs> I, I, I've honestly stopped. Uh, there's a few things I've done recently. I got rid of Facebook on my cell phone. So I only use Facebook for a little bit each morning. I check in on the computer every day and just make sure I didn't miss anything. But I've honestly just tried to eliminate it from my daily, like on my phone. And then the people that I really want to have a great communication with, like, or if I'm going out on a date, like, if, if I'm dating somebody, I try to limit texting. <laughs> I, I totally agree with you. Texting has taken us away from true interaction with people, and there's nothing like talking to somebody. So I love that. I'm glad that you, you bring that out and bring up that point. Well, you know, it, and emails and texts can absolutely be uh, misunderstood. I mean, mm -hmm. if you you can't hear the inflection in someone's voice, and uh, if you put a comma in the wrong place, you know, for example, for example, what kind of lunch would you, what kind of sandwich would you like for lunch? Turkey, or what kind of sandwich you want for lunch? Turkey. Yep. The words are the same, but the meanings are completely different. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Can you tell me a little bit about what a typical day looks like for you? How do you, what time do you rise? What do you do? And, and how do you kind of plan and structure your day? Well, first of all, I don't think that there's any such thing as a typical day in <laughs> business. Um, the only thing that I can truly count on is at a uh, quarter of seven, my dog's my dog's hunger bell goes off, and so <laughs> she is uh, making sure that, that we get out the door. Time to get up. <laughs> Uh, time to get up, but uh, you know what we, what we do is we you know we get up and uh, we have a cup of coffee, uh, actually green tea, it's better for you, mm -hmm. um, and uh, answer you know answer our emails. Um, but what we have kind of gotten away from, and we're getting back back into it now that it's getting a little bit warmer again, is when that dog wakes up, uh, we get out. We we live four houses from the beach, and so what Bernie and I do is we we get up, we walk to the beach. And we walk uh, north until the sun comes up over the ocean and it's too bright for us to just look into it. And then we turn around and come back. It's about a two and a half mile walk every morning. And during that time, we, uh, we talk to each other about what is most pressing on you today. What do you want to be? What do you want to achieve today? Is there anything I can help you with? Back and forth. Um, and so when we get back, we know what each other's day is going to be like. And Bernie works with me in the business, of course. And, um, but we hardly ever see each other when we're at the business because we do two completely different things. Mm -hmm. and so we don't, uh, you know, we just decompress. And, and so 
then you get back, you have breakfast, you answer your email, and then we get on a what we call the daily huddle every day at 8.30 with all of our staff and sales associates. And we all figure out what everybody's doing for the day, where they're going to be, if somebody needs help, or you know, if anybody's seen any great properties out there, if anybody's working on something they want people to avoid because they're already in negotiations, et cetera. Um, and then come back in, and I try to uh, actually. Bob Corcoran would hit me because you're not supposed to use the word try. You either do it <laughs> or don't, and I would be having a hat on my head right now. Thank you, Bob. Um, but um, but what we do, what I do is I come in and I answer the other emails, and I get about 170, 180 emails a day. So I try to keep them flowing out of there pretty quickly. And then I prospect, I go into top producer, I clear out all the to-dos, and then I, I set appointments um, with folks that, that I'm going to be working with during the day. And then um, before I leave the day, um, I always do one more thing, just one more thing that will make a difference. And then I go home. Awesome. Cool. So relationships in your life that have, I mean, you've got an incredible relationship with not only uh, your, your love, but you've got a business partner in him. And then mm -hmm. you've attracted these people who have the same kind of core values to you. How do you bring those kinds of relationships into your life? Well, uh, how we've... Um, I think sometimes great people come together for a reason and they're just naturally attracted to each other. Um, and as far as adding associates, we, we work with people that have the same uh, core values as we do. I, I don't hire anybody with uh, commission breath, if you know what I mean. It's like, okay, great, I've got to get a commission out of this person. <laughs> um, so we don't hire that. We, we, I'm sure you, you know about the, the DISC Mm -hmm. uh, profile that tells you know which kind of people are which and and anybody that wants to come to work with our company uh, they go through a, a DISC profile so we can see how they're best suited and they fill out an application and then Bernie and I um, talk with them and then um, we send them over to our coach Burl Workman I don't know if you know Verl, super guy, <laughs> absolutely super guy. Um, and he interviews them or, or somebody from his office interviews them. And then they bring up the red flags and then Bernie and I come back together again and, and, and meet with them and then uh, make sure that our, all of our team members think that they're a good fit for our team before we hire them. Okay. And where we generally find people is people that we've done business with um, that really do have been a pleasure to work with um, and, and are very professional and are only full-time professional people. Mm -hmm. you, can't, you can't be in the real estate business part-time. You just can't do it. Um, it's a, either all or nothing. So, I agree. Uh, and we have just, you know, and then the, the staff members have been recommended to us by our team members, and, and we just have a, a terrific family here. We, we really do, and everybody... You know, nobody locks their desk. Nobody's worried about passwords or anything like that because, you know, we share and, and no one has to worry about anything like that. And it is such a relief, especially in the real estate business, because there's, you know, <laughs> there's yep. a lot, lot of that out there. Definitely. So. And it's just because it's a commission business and, 
and and we treat it as a you know even though it is is a people are independent contractors that's only a tax status that's not the way you have to work you don't work independently you work as a team sure who've been some of your most influential mentors through your career oh golly there've been there's been a number of them i think um well my grandmother started me early on mm-hmm. And um, my mom and dad are awesome people and awesome achievers. Um, dad, in his own right, I mean, was a, a, a very successful businessman and, and developer. And my mother is absolutely incredible. Um, she used to race airplanes and uh, awesome. do all kinds of things. I mean, she and she won the, the Air Race Classic twice and... Uh, set world speed limit records, and uh, now she's a judge uh, for the Air Race Classic um, wow. every year. And when she quit doing that, well, when she quit flying, she picked up the violin and the mandolin and the guitar and learned how to play and now plays bluegrass music like you wouldn't believe. So um, they're both just incredible people, and I'm so truly blessed to, to, to have them as role models. That's awesome. What do you, what's getting you really excited every day? What drives you every day? What drives me every day? I think uh, <laughs> I heard a guy uh, earlier this week that it really resonated with me. He says, you know what? I, I lay in bed for, for about 60 seconds before I get up and I say, thank you, Lord. My heart is beating. There's breath coming and going from my lungs. I live in a beautiful place. I have a wonderful family and I, I get to help people make their dreams come true every day. And um, he, it was so right and it, it resonates. What, what, what gets me excited is, is making a difference in this world. And it, it's kind of like that, that old movie that we always watch at Christmas time and cry our eyes out. It's a wonderful life. And that, that movie to me shows, you know, just what little things in life make and, and make a huge difference in the world. And I think if, there, if there's anything I can do to make anyone's life any happier or any easier, that's what my mission every day is to do. And so that's what drives me. Very cool. Um, imagine your burning desire. What is your dream for your life and what do you want your life to look like in the coming years? Oh, I'm living it, Dominic. <laughs> <laughs> that I'm, makes I'm, me I'm happy. <laughs> I, I, um, I have... You know, I, I have a, a wonderful family. I have a, my husband is my soulmate. Um, I live in a beautiful place. I mean, I, I could not be happier. Um, one of the one of the uh, things through the Augmandino Institute, I was fortunate enough this year. Uh, Bernie and I uh, coached with uh, the Augmandino Institute and Dave Blanchard. I don't know if if you know Dave, but he's another person that is a special person in this world, um, that he's an author and he started this institute. Um, And one of the things that he challenged us to do is he says, look at yourself when you're 85 years old with your spouse and you're sitting on the front porch and you're looking back at your life. Um, And I think Stephen Covey said that too (laughs) in uh, his uh, Seven Habits book. Um, But if if you look back and you say, what, what do you, what, 
how are you going to live your life? So as we did that, we live our life every day as if we want to live our life. I mean, we have we have fun. We go on trips. We're with our family. Um, but every day on Hilton Head Island is a wonderful place to be. I mean, I could not think of a of a place I would rather be that I would enjoy more. Um, and and the people that come and go from our lives are all really really neat people. I haven't met that many folks that uh, that you know. There's some people you meet that when they leave the room, everybody is happy. But but I really I really haven't met many people like that because everyone who is here is happy. So. You know, I, I, I'm living it. I, do I want any more for my life? Um, I want, the only thing I would ever ask is that uh, I always rise to every challenge that's presented. And I don't see ever anything as a problem. I just always see it as a, a learning experience and a ch- chance for growth. Awesome. So having stepped out of a space where you weren't in the best spot, a lot of the listeners of this show could, could be in that space. Um, Mm -hmm. what's an action step that you would recommend for someone today to bring them closer to achieving a happy life and achieving living their burning desire like you are? Well, I think that there's, there's one thing when we're ever faced with a challenge and we see that we don't think there's any way out of it. If you think, well, the seconds turn into minutes, the minutes turn into hours, the hours turn into days, days turn into weeks, months, and years. Okay, remember that whatever your situation you're in right now, this has come to pass. It has not come to stay, and this too shall pass. The way you get going is that you look at, you sit down, and you look at the steps that successful people have done to achieve the greatness that they have achieved. And then you just start following those steps. Mm -hmm. In the real estate business, there is, you know, get back to basics. When the going get tough, the tough get back to basics. Mm -hmm. You know, when I was, I had every credit card maxed and, 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 you know, was eating beanie weenies uh, and, and go into uh, cocktail receptions just so I could, could eat, you know, um, I, I, I got back and I started doing those things. I started contacting people. I started prospecting. I started uh, doing the right thing. I did it consistently and I did it persistently. Mm-hmm. And real estate business, um, a lot of people don't work as they should. And if you get a system and you get systems for follow-up, no matter whether it's an index card system or whether it's a top producer or or any kind of CRM, just do those steps. Take those steps that you have to do that you know will lead you to success. And when that little voice in your head goes, you know what, you're wasting your time, you just tell him to shut up and to go somewhere else and bother somebody else that he can have an effect on because he's not going to have an effect on you anymore. Mm-hmm. Because if it is to be, it's up to me. There's nobody that's going to do it for me. So you just got to get out of your own way and get all the negative out. Cool. Is that what you're looking for? <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> one last question. This, this one can throw some people for a loop, but what is your vision for the world? My vision for the world. If, if, if I could grant the world a wish, I would grant the world peace. <laughs> uh, there, there, are, there are just so many 
misconceptions out there. And I think that the real reason that people don't get along is that they don't communicate and they don't understand. And they're always trying to put themselves and their own ideals before anyone else. And, you know, we're all in this world together. And if we can break down walls and and go from uh, selfishness to understanding to cooperation, the world would be a better place. And that if people who say it can't be done would just realize that they're the ones that's saying it can't be done, this this world, you can do anything you want to do, but you just have to do it. And you've got to be determined to do it. So anyway, if I could, if I could say anything, it would be, it would be peace and cooperation is what I, I wish for this world. Awesome. Well, I want to thank you. I, I especially want to thank you for contributing towards the good and the peace and the good things in this world. You are a lovely person, and I, I, I thank you for your friendship over these past number of years, and especially for sharing your heart with us on the show today. I think that a lot of people are really going to find incredible inspiration from the words that you've spoken. So thank you. Well, well, thank you. The feeling is absolutely mutual towards you, Dominic. And um, I'm just really thankful that we're friends. Thank you so much to my guest, Julie Toon Timms, for sharing your heart with us here on Real Shift Radio. I'm so grateful to know a beautiful person like you. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and you'll continue to join us here for more inspiring people from the real estate related industries. For today's show notes, please visit dialdominic.com 13. You can also connect with today's guest, Julie, and with me at the links I've provided there. Please join us again for another inspiring episode. And until next time, shifters, keep it real.